Hi everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. You and your and your sister don't get it. I'm gonna say who are you getting to know? The way you are go- going, I wanna, I wanna. As yeah, I what wanna do you want? want. <laughs> I wanna <laughs> work. <laughs> I wanna be saved and thank Welcome to another episode of the Sound Seed Podcast. My name is Shelly and I am joined by two lovely ladies. You okay there, Shelly? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The two lovely ladies indeed. Yes, my name is Aramide. And my name is Haika. I feel like for each episode that you are on, Faith, you give us a different name. And I think the audience would appreciate some consistency. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say the I things you don't want to say, Shelley. I personally like, I like to just, you know, reflect every aspect of me and just bring and present every aspect of my personality and who I am. Mm. You know, not every day to stick to one name. Sometimes expose people to your different names so today mm. i give you haika mm. in Excellent. the same way how you know god has several names you know and each of them represent his character thank mm. you thank I you i think Shelley. my name is enough does 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 that but my names are my names they're all my names so Okay, um, grammar aside. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think just this discussion alone has given some insight into our personalities. <laughs> and you'll be seeing more of that throughout this episode. So in today's episode, we are just going to be looking at trends. We're just going to be looking and dissecting some current trends, you know, that are just flying about <laughs> in the stratosphere. And just seeing how we can actually apply wisdom every time a new trend actually pops up because they don't seem to be going away anytime soon. And as we've been studying wisdom, as we studied wisdom in the month of September, we just want to actually dissect, you know, some trends that we've seen and just look at, you know, how the Bible instructs us to actually carry ourselves in a way which is wise so that we can honor God and walk in the way that he has called us to. So ladies... (laughs) What are some trends that you have noticed? You know, what are some trends that have stuck out to you? Um, I shall go first. Um, I think even the word trends, it, it, it points to something that is fleeting. It points to something that is new, that is now. And whatever is new and now will, will become the former one day, right? It will become something that we discussed in the past tense. Mm-hmm. Trends don't really stay forever. Um, hence why the word of God isn't a trend. Um, it's consistent. God Amen. is the same from the God of Adam and Jacob and Israel is the God that we serve today. And I think when I think about trends, I think for me, it's anything to do with like clothing and body modification I think that's what my eyes kind of fixate upon because if you think about like in the 1990s that was 
you know, rise up corduroy, people wearing toe rings and low rise <laughs> jeans. Um, and then it was that the, is so true. Oh, sorry, and then oh, like, low rise jeans are the worst. I hope they I don't know. come back. <laughs> oh, they've come back. They are the worst. Oh, why? And then it was like wearing baggy stuff and like loose clothing and those harem trousers was a thing once in a while to look like you're a backpacker in Europe um and then what then came after was the skinny jeans the high-waisted jeans if those ones have stayed and there was that point you knew that Topshop had them on lock yeah they had them they were skin tight there was even jeggings smeggings spray on jeans I definitely participated in jeggings obviously like we all did and now it's like like mom jeans, corduroy, checkered shirts, everything a bit loose. Um, wearing corsets again, and of course, low rise jeans with your underwear showing. And it just seems like sorry, face just looks like she's tasted something sour. Um, it's a it's this cycle, um, cycle of trends, and I just think they're fleeting, but they excite us for a bit, and then mm-hmm. the next ten years they'll come back again. And it's as how does the world not see this? <laughs> it's it's just how it how how it just comes around and goes around. What do you think, Faith? Yes, um, I think it reminds me of um, the book of Ecclesiastes. I, I can never say that word, but you guys, yeah, please. Y- y'all know what I mean. Everything <laughs> is hevel. Everything is hevel. Oh, yeah, I like, love it so much. It's just. You just see things over and over again. It's a cycle. It's recycled. Um, one minute, um, a certain body type is popular. The next minute, it's not popular anymore, and something else is praised. One minute, people are being put down for the color of their skin. Next minute, they're being called um, queens and kings. Um, and it's just so fleeting. I think it's so it's stressful trying to keep track and trying to meet the needs and meet the conditions that other people impose onto us as a society and onto uh, and you as an individual mm-hmm. um and it's just so much easier to follow christ because you know what he doesn't change you know he doesn't say to today be compassionate tomorrow don't be compassionate he doesn't say today love tomorrow have an unforgiven heart his word is consistent. His word is the same, no matter what culture, no matter what um, age you live in, no matter yeah. what you know, time of day, no matter what hour, no matter what stage in life, his word remains the same. And trends are just up and down. It's a roller coaster. Literally, <laughs> it's a roller coaster. And trying to keep up with that is, is tiring. It's like being on a hamster wheel, just going nowhere mm-hmm. literally going nowhere <laughs> i mean uh I, I agree with both of you i loved how t- I, w- I loved armadale's question at the end um, when she was just like how do people not see it i was just like they see it they i think what's i think what always intrigues me is the fact that people know that these trends are, are something that's fleeting even if it's not something that you you know that you think of you know consciously every day like you're always thinking oh this is gonna this is gonna leave soon you know that I have to be aware for the but they're aware that they have to actually you know that a new trend is gonna come people are just aware that's why they're always looking up oh, okay what's the new fashion trend that's why we know that every season something else is gonna come in you know into stock or you know 
the new trend. People are going to be ready to buy it. They know, but there's this rush of excitement with newness. You know, people are always just like, oh, something new, something new, something new. But now it's gotten to the point where it's actually a bit of overload. Like, it seems like there's something new all 365 days of the year. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like you guys said, like, there is, there is, it's actually pressure when you think about it. And so I always step back and I'm just like, why, yes, there's this excitement that comes with this newness. But then there's also the pressure. And I think what I'm stuck with is how do you stick with all this pressure and keep going? Because people, they are continuously like pushing forward, pushing forward, regardless of how pressured they are to like stay in the now, you know, to stay on trend. And that's really what it is. You know, why are people so hung up on it? Yeah, you can't tell me that someone who follows trends to the T isn't doing it for the attention of others or for the exception. Oh, acceptance. (laughs) (laughs) Exception. You can add that to your dictionary, Oxford. Um, For the acceptance of others. Um, I was on YouTube ages ago and I was seeing uh, someone talking about fashion trends. And I don't know if any of you have ever watched um, Devil Wears Prada where the lady that plays, I guess, the stories version of Anna Wintour was going through, like, oh, this designer made this, had this dress in this colour, and it's travelled through these different cycles, and here you are wearing this, is it Cerulean? I don't know. This, like, blue jumper that you fished out in, like, in a charity shop. Um, But it had this longevity where it started from someone and it kind of trickled down from high-end fashion into what, you know, the people wear day to day but the thing is it seems like the middle processes have been skipped so each day that you go onto the internet there's just something new there's something current one week is on trend and by the time you even acquire it and take a picture to place on instagram by the time you are done there's already a new trend in its in in its place Mm -hmm. and if you're someone who is constantly following those trends not only collecting waste but you are living a highly pressured life of collecting goods which is what god's plan for us is mm-hmm. and in matthew 6 verse 19 it says do not store up for yourself treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy where and where these break it and steal because all you then relation of goods and you now have to wait until the next cycle in the hope that you're fitting and i think if that is your mindset especially when it comes to just the acquisition of things. If that is your mind, it doesn't even have to be good. If there's a new spiritual thing, before it was like this type of like, um, whether it's this type of yoga, whether it's this type of me- uh, meditation, whether it's this type of um, thing that is new in society. Mm-hmm. And each time you go into that, it's that same process over and over again. You're never going to be fulfilled. You're never going to really reach that place of acceptance that you're wanting. And I think literally, if you're a trend follower to the T, I should say, the end the end goal is where you now be the one that's now churning out the trends. And imagine being like in a job where every day you're going, you have to churn out something new that will grab people's attention. You That's not a life you want to live because you will never rest. You will never, ever, ever reach the point of fulfillment. And even when you taste it, it's going to be taken out from your grasp again. Mm-hmm. just the way every trend is mm. and what this reminds me of is the 
normalization of plastic surgery. I remember when I was younger um, and you see like someone's had like surgery, it's like, oh my gosh, it's something big, you know, they have to pay thousands of pounds for it. Some people would even hide or deny that they've had surgery. I don't believe we should live a life of secrecy, but um, like it was like a big thing, like it was something like you did if you had lots and lots of money. Nah, it's it's not the same. It's different. Uh-huh. It's it's common. It's normal. It's become a trend. It's it's become a trend. It's normal to say, oh, for my birthday. I want to get this particular type of surgery. Yeah, I've been seeing um, a lot of 18-year-olds are asking for surgery for 18th birthdays. And parents are saying yes. And it's not even like, oh, this is a lifelong insecurity that I've had that is, you know, it's something that I can't stop thinking about. It's, oh, I've got a smile line, so I'm going to get fillers to remove the smile lines. Or my eyes are almond-shaped, but now I want them to be fox-shaped, if that's a thing. Uh, not the shape of an actual fox, but, um, I mean, I don't look at foxes that much. I think if you live in the UK, you might not have a good relationship with foxes. Um, (laughs) a lot of people are terrified of them. Um, but like, I want my eyes to be this particular shape because then like when I put my eyeshadow on, everything's a bit more snatched. Um, or I want to have my eyebrows tattooed because then I don't have to draw in my eyebrows. And it's this kind of like, I don't want to use the word commonalization, but it's this, it's quite, it's not work a day. It's not normal mm-hmm. if you see a blemish or a flaw to go under the knife to get it corrected rather than it being something that maybe you've given a lot of thought to or getting a few, you know, milliliters of lip of fluid put in your lips to make them bigger because it's nicer to have big lips. Um, and because everyone has big lips and so you have more... I guess you could say, space to put your lipstick on. Um, Shelley's head just spun a bit there. But 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 that's what I'm seeing. Talking a lot. What do you think? Faith, what do you think? <laughs> nah, I'm with you. I think... I think it's sad because I think we... It's, it's, it's a cry for wanting to be a part of something right Mm. because when people following trends the question is why and when you when you think about it it's oh it's it's almost like trends create a sense of community yeah where if i have big lips i can be talked about as oh she has big lips too i have big lips too big lip community we can gather ourselves and we can you know represent that community we can represent this thing um same thing with um hustle culture that we we live in today oh i'm always busy or oh, i'm grinding i don't have time i don't have time i'm busy i'm busy i'm busy um or i'm you know i've got this multiple sh- i've got multiple streams of income or i've got this kind of income or i do this i'm in property i'm in investing i'm in finance um again you're part of a certain community you know you have access to certain types of people um, and that gives you a certain type of clout, like, oh, this person is don't knows this person, and this person knows X, Y, and Z. So I think it's, I would say, false sense of community, because the community mm. that we should be searching and we should be um, longing for is to be part of 
God's creating and part of the kingdom of God and mm-hmm. part of um, the church. And I think a lot of times, um, because it's, I feel like because being part of the church doesn't look as enticing as the benefits that come with, let's say, being part of hustle culture community or being part mm-hmm. of the community that gets surgery. It's not as enticing. It doesn't give you the same kind of attention because, again, it's not me focused. It's being part of the church. It's not about me. It's about others. It's about what I can do for others. How can I serve people? How mm-hmm. can I be more loving? How can I be more kind? How can I be more patient? Mm-hmm. Being part of um, the hustle culture, it's about me. How can I tell people that I'm busy? How can people see that I've, I think you know, I'm a lot growing? of it is actually just telling people. Yes, literally, it's about telling people. It's about yes. posting it on, on social media that people know that you're doing stuff and you're, or, or then people that like to say, I'm moving in silence, and then they come out and then they're, they're sharing whatever it is that they want to share. Loud. Again, it's, yeah, it's about how can I allow people to view me? And I guess my question, how did we get to this point? How did we get to a point where not being available is cool and it's enticing and it's it's kind of like ooh, I want I I like people that are not available. Why I don't understand how we got to that point, but I guess it's our view. It's the way we view things that are just again perverted and just wrong. Yeah, and I think I think you actually I think you actually in terms of like your question, how did we get to this point? I think you actually even touched on it, you know, with like when, you know, whatever you're doing, you end up being um part of whatever community that community is. You know, Fox Eye community and obviously social media has helped to, you know, perpetuate this because like, you know, if you do a makeup look and you have Fox Eye, hashtag if you are hustling hustle you know hashtag multiple streams of income like the hashtag the hashtags are helping you know perpetuate you know this this entire thing but i think how we got to this point is literally the human condition you know because us just being humans you there is a sense of longing and you know you are longing for something and what you what you're longing for is a relationship with christ and for people who refuse or, you know, who have yet to actually have an encounter with Christ, they will continue to seek out and seek out and seek out. And so when you have these communities, you know, the church is a community that draws us near to God. And because God is what can actually fully fulfill when we're in the church, we will not have that longing as long as we actually stay near to God and draw near to him, of course. But then when you have everyone who's, you know, who has you know not been exposed to Christ? Who hasn't haven't ha- who, who haven't had an encounter with Christ? They still have that longing. They still have that mm. emptiness inside. And so, when you have this trend that pops up and gives yeah. this substitute for a something you know substitute for fulfillment, which you, you can only yeah. get in Christ, they're just like, let me grab on it. And I think. Yeah. I think thinking about it now, I think the reason why these trends are, you know, circulating and they keep coming around and around and around and they just can't stay is because the only thing that can truly satisfy is Christ. And so regardless of when you find yourself in a trend community, you're like, yes, I finally, I I finally filled myself up. I finally have gotten something to actually, you know, fill me up. So I'm not feeling this gap, you know, this longing that was in there, but because it's not Christ, of course, it's going to dissipate and fade and and just like go away. And then that's why a new trend comes, something that can capture you and fill you up for the time being.
Um, what are you guys? Oh, this is such an interesting topic because we can actually be here all day, um, <laughs> or all night because we're recording uh, <laughs> a bit late. Um, I think there's also an element of pride. There's a huge element mm-hmm. of pride um, because I think when, like, before the rise of social media, trends were things that we had to we had to copy celebrities to follow trends. Mm. Um, but now that fame is is literally your, if you have a smartphone, and I feel like the word smartphone even makes me seem old. If you have a phone with a camera um, <laughs> and access to the internet, you can become famous. Yeah. And with that comes this kind of exclusivity because we're at the top. And the thing is that before, the celebrities that could afford the designer things, that could get the best surgeons in the world, that could have, you know, 365 sources of income because, I guess, dictating things, and that was an exclusive club. Now the everyday, you know, the layman, the regular person can now essentially have that at their fingertips. And so because it's so accessible now, it's now like they now have to stunt on the people quote unquote below them. Right? So before if it was you had to, you know, watch the latest celebrity to see who they were stunting on, what was everyone else because no one could afford it. Yeah. But now that you now have the goods that way and to follow the trends and to always have something new and sharp and new and bright in your wardrobe or in your body, now you now have to essentially stunt on someone else as well. And so it kind of creates a smaller, I guess less wealthy hierarchy where we can have a community of everyone who is doing the same thing we are so that we can now set the trends for the people below us. Yeah. And it just kind of creates a subculture within culture. And this is the thing because, but what is the end goal? And, 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 and I think a lot of people don't really think past it because if you think you're popping now, someone else can come with something brand new and crazy that puts them on the map and that, that makes you irrelevant. And so whatever insecurity that you are hiding, whatever insecurity you're masking, whatever hunger is in your heart that you are filling with trends, with newness and flashiness and money and cars and, you know, having friends where all of you wear the same thing or all of you go to the same surgeon to get your body done, whatever insecurity that you are using that to mask is going to be exposed once more. And this is the thing. There's something about being exposed that is unforgiving in this world. Because same way that whatever you do, whether trend, you will now become the topic that's being talked about. And 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 it's so sad because whatever you're looking for, it can actually be found in Christ. Mm-hmm. Right? There's there, there's nothing be worse than being loved and acknowledged in this world, and Jesus not knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. Or, or that love and acknowledgement is temporary because it, it can never last. It's temporary. And it's, condi- so it's conditional as well. It's and conditional it's conditional on as long as you can have all these. I remember when, um, I, remember when um, I think when Adele, the singer Adele, got divorced. And I think when she was married, I think she didn't she didn't release albums that frequently. But when she got divorced, people were like, oh, I know this. I know the bangers are going to be on the album. I just know that she's going to release bangers now she's divorced because they were waiting for like her pain to fuel her creativity. Mm. And it's like people are always going to be expecting something for you. But for our, 
at what expense is mm-hmm. it that now you now have to go through the valley of the shadow of death mm-hmm. for you to now have something to keep staying in this world state mm-hmm. and as so and i'm not saying that everyone listening will be the trendsetter but as some if you're following this i believe that a lot of us we make celebrities rich if everyone in the world decides that they didn't want to buy an iphone apple would not be where it is today if everyone decides that they didn't want to uh, get their body done dr miami would just be a regular general surgeon you know general like a general practitioner right so we make people rich and as a christian you have a responsibility to say what am i affirming by taking part in this trend who am i affirming because the wisdom of because the thing about wisdom is that you have to think past yourself and into the world that you're in right so you can't as a christian you can't just live in a bubble where i do my own thing and i don't impact anyone else i buy this thing and it doesn't impact anyone else. We, the Bible says, now we, now that we have been surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, there are witnesses that are watching us. And actually, when we're partaking in trends, I'm not saying that every trend is bad. Like, I am a big fan of the high-waisted jeans trend. I, I felt like that was for me. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. Love but it. these outfits that I purchased, they're going to last past the trend. If I decided that I want to... If, let's say, I was develop, developing a turtleneck, sorry a turkey neck um and my neck was looking a bit fluffy and i decided that actually i want to get surgery to get it snatched back let me tell you in the next 10 years the neck will go back to the way it was and so even when it comes to surgery the things that we're masking as we get older you're going to have more things to mask if it's grinding hustle and get your bread culture realistically how long can you actually sustain it yeah. how long can you sustain this lifestyle and if this is what you portray to your witness this is what they're going to keep expecting of you as a christian and i think it's just important that we actually temper ourselves i love that word temper yourself by the word of god no let the word of god temper you let god be the person that you that you are pursuing as much even more so than the mm-hmm. because that's everlasting but cheap thrills are literally that they are cheap thrills. And eventually it doesn't really hit the same way it used to. Yeah. Mm. And while you were speaking, something actually, something actually um, came to me because you, um, you mentioned how at, at the beginning, when it came to like trends, it was, In the <laughs> it was the celebrity setting these trends. And I actually, actually, it actually stuck out to me. Like, even then, why were we following the trends? It, and it, it just dawned on me that even from back then, before it became a case of influencers and everyone with, an, everyone with a phone can, you know, now become rich and set a trend. Even back then, we were, we, were, we were like straying from God because what we were doing was idolizing these people. Because why just because you are wearing this, something I already cannot afford, do I want it? Because I won't even lie, for a lot of fashion trends, I personally believe that they are horrendously ugly. So what? many cutouts. <laughs> Way too many cutouts. Just, uh, you just see a nice dress, and there's, there's a whole hole. There's a there's a hole in the back. Just ruining, it? just ruining a beautiful outfit with just rubbish. So, like with a, and there are a lot of people who will share this exact opinion. Like, ah, this thing is horrible. But because it's on trend, because she has worn it, because she was seen on the red carpet of the mm. la 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 award ceremony, I need to have it because you are you fully idolize them because just because they have it on it's now worth everything 
It's now worth mm. your entire life savings. It's now worth just your sanity. It's worth everything to you. And I think it's definitely a problem. It's always been a problem, but I think it's becoming a really, really even worse problem nowadays. The problem of idolatry, how many things we're putting on the throne of our hearts where, you know, that's God's rightful throne. You know, yeah. how many things do we need to unseat and legit cast out of our hearts? And I think I think the main issue is that these things make us feel worthy. Mm. You know, they make us feel like we are worth something. And that satisfies us in a way in the moment. that, you know, in the moment and in a way that only Christ should satisfy us. And it reminds me of First Timothy 6. I'm going to read from verse six and it says well religion does make a person very rich if he is satisfied with what he has what did we bring to the world nothing what can we take out of the world nothing so if we have food and clothes that should be enough for us but those who want to get rich will fall into into temptations in the trap of many foolish and harmful desires which pull them down to ruin and destruction for the love of money is a source of all kinds of evil. Some have been eager to have it, that they have wandered away from the faith and have broken the heart in many, with many sorrows. And I think it just shows us that when we're not satisfied with what we have, which is if you have food, you have a roof over your head, you have love, you have a family, that is that should be enough to satisfy you. You know, because at the end of the day, nothing you have in this world, you're going to take away nothing you brought nothing to this world you're not gonna you're not gonna take anything with you we don't deserve anything either i think there's another thing of i deserve this this is um real that that has been going around if you see me happy leave me alone i deserve to be happy and i'm every time every time i see it i'm like nobody we don't deserve to be happy and also like, whoever is saying that i get the sense that they're actually not happy mm-hmm. and they feel like they need to i I just yeah, I just don't understand it. I think we we have this moment to certain things, and because we go out and get it. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's like what satisfies you, what what makes you feel worthy. Um, you know what makes you feel like yes, I am, I'm worth something. Is it God? Is it His approval? Is it what He says about you? What He has written about you? What He continues to say about you? Or is it what what man says about you? You know, in Matthew, we read, do not fear man who can only destroy the body, but fear the one, God, Mm. who can destroy body and soul. Mm. It's God that we must fear, not man. We must not be chasing the things of men, but rather be chasing the things of God. Amen, amen, amen. And honestly... uh, So, so, so much great things said. And I feel like we could definitely speak about this all night we definitely could because the topic it there's there's so 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 much layers to it and we can dissect it and dissect it and dissect it and peel it like an onion and we'll still be going deeper and deeper and deeper but i think that might be for another time but if i were to ask you to just leave a word um to whoever's listening um especially because it can definitely be easy to get caught up in the cycle of trends and just to you know feel like you're part of something when we already are part of something like if you were to tell whoever's listening you know looking at trends as a christian what would you say 
Um, I would say that there is a beauty in delayed gratification. Um, I think sometimes we can be very impulsive and we might not even realize that we're falling into the trap of whatever society or social media is laying is laying for us. Um, but I think it's always good to exercise delaying whatever gratification it is that you're seeking. And even before you do anything, ask yourself why. Do I actually need this? The amount of times I've had to... Sometimes I've even purchased something and the next day I've gone to return it. Still in the same bag to say, I don't actually need this. I don't know why that red sticker, you know, connected to my brain and I felt the need to pick it up the shelf and go to the till. Um, Actually stop and ask yourself why. Ask yourself why over a lot of things. Mm -hmm. There's always rice at home. You know, you don't need that new thing. Is, is, is it compulsory? Is it necessary for your living? Will you die if you don't have it? Ask yourself why you need something. And don't get it twisted. It's okay to have nice things. I, I, I believe in that. Amen. <laughs> I have several nice things. Amen. But those are things that I didn't just see as an impulse thing. I had to really sleep on it. I had to save up. I had to dream about it in some instances. Um. <laughs> But actually, practice delaying gratification. Practice denying yourself certain things. And really asking yourself, why? Why am I doing this? Why am I saying this? Why am I needing this? Why is my reaction this? Because sometimes cancelling people, slap, snapping back at people, being rude to people, apparently that's cool now. <laughs> that's a trend. And it's a nasty trend at that. Why, why, why do you feel inclined to react that way? And I think that will just save you a lot of trouble. Yeah, I like that. I think I will say, I think because we are all, I believe, but I'll speak for myself. I know I, I'm sometimes tempted. To be honest, I'm not a big follower of trends. Like, I've never have been. For me, I just, I generally actually just like to do what I like to do because I don't like not liking stuff. Do you get I me? Mean? Like, I wouldn't follow people. But, you know, sometimes you, I might be tempted to want to get more you know want to build something for myself and you know so that I can have like wealth um but I have to always remind myself of the truth that God speaks and remind myself what of like what Ramadan said why and also remind myself that I I am complete in him mm-hmm. that all of these things that I chase all of these things that I want to pursue do not complete me so I am already complete Maybe so I, I do not need to feel like if I don't make this and if I don't make X, Y, and Z in income, I'm not complete because that's not true. I'm already complete. And I have to remind myself that everything that I need, I have in him. You know, everything I require, I have in him. If I need more, he provides that. You know, if he sees that I have too much, he lets me know. Um, so just um, being in your word, because I think when we forget, the word of God reminds us, like mm-hmm. even some of the Bible verses that we quoted today, when we forget, he reminds us that be satisfied in me. He reminds us that be content. He reminds us that we don't need all of these external things because we brought nothing to this earth and we're taking nothing back. So that's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Lovely. I love what both of you ladies said. Um, yeah, and I think to end, I would just... I would just say that for those who are following trends to 
to be seen and to be known, to remember that you are seen and you are known by the one who created it all um, and the one whose opinion really matters. <laughs> and that is God. And to just remember that like no one can actually ever give you what he can. No one can actually love you unconditionally if he can. So just look to him and focus on the love that he and only he can give. And that is all you shall need. But I thank everyone so much for joining us today, for listening in. If you have any other topics that you would like to hear us discuss, please let us know. We would definitely like to actually dig into even more topics. Follow us on our socials. You know, we are on Instagram. You know, we will be posting snippets of what we study throughout the week. So you can actually get an idea of what we are looking at and what, you know, what we are, how we are letting the word of God actually enlighten us. So it has really been great and hope to see you guys soon. So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.